Welcome to the Free Thinker Society podcast. I'm like, on a rant, I think, about, about conspiracy theorists and fuck that term and explain how the CIA coined that term. And I said, you know, we're, we're free thinkers. And as soon as the episode was over, Sam called me. He's like, you need to start a show called The Free Thinker Society with Mike Romanelli. and free thinkers. This is Mike Romanelli, season two, episode two. I'm really excited for this one. We got my man, Mark is in the house like normal. And then we got an awesome guest, man. Uh, I've spoke to this guy before, but we had some technical issues. So I'm excited to kind of to go back at it. Dave Zed's in the house. What's up, Dave? Hey, how's it going, brother? Thank you so very much for having me. I think that, you know what, as they always say, if the first time didn't work, second time's always better, right? And third time's the charm. So who knows? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. How you been? Everything's going good? Everything's going good, man. I can't complain. Just doing the show, uh, sifting through research. I mean, a lot of a uh, lot of data coming out, but also a lot of nonsense. It's just a matter of trying to, um, I'm not going to say that I succeed all, all, you know, all the time in sifting through the nonsense from the, the real stuff, but that, I guess that's the, the fun. So, Yeah. So any, what kind of new stuff have, has been coming out? Uh, a lot of things pertaining to the UFO UAP phenomenon, but that tends to branch off directly into the paranormal, into philosophy, into physics. I mean, it tends to encompass the whole spectrum of life, if you want to call it, because when we look, for example, at the things that we experience with regards to what's called the phenomenon, and the reason it's called something so vague is because we have no idea what the hell it is. It's sort of like um, the uh, Vygotsky's, uh, which is, was a Russian, I think, uh, philosopher, something of the sort, uh, zone of proximal development. So think of like three rings and each circle, like concentric ones uh, going over each other. And the center of the ring is us. And th those are the things that we can do, sort of like us on Earth. And then you have the middle layer, which are the things that we can do, but with help. Sort of like when we're um, trying to teach our kids something or our pets something. And then the outermost layer, the final third layer, are things that we cannot do whatsoever. The phenomenon seems to enter into that middle layer. It tells us that we've experienced something, whether it's paranormal or you know t telepathic or an abduction, good or bad. It tells us we've experienced something, but it puts us back in a state or place in which we can't physically prove it. Like we can't run to the, well, we can't run to the doctor and say, look, I got, you know, this this gray alien left me this so to speak it seems to be deliberate in that way like they do that on purpose almost as if they're trying to teach us something and that's sort of the the path in which i'm on now i'm also vigilant that there's good and bad and that speaks to a whole different level of philosophy too what is good what is bad you know all perception but you notice how even just in the last sentence i just kind of circled the whole aspect of life <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Do you think do you think um, this disclosure that we've been getting a little more of out from the media and in the news that we're seeing? Do you think that that's uh, a bunch of disinformation? Like, what do you think about that stuff? Do you think it's disinformation? Do you think it's uh, just military craft? Project project. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. And then also, I would imagine probably like, is it Project Bluebeam? Are they going to stage something to justify? Well, that's always my biggest fear. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Always a false flag of sorts. Right. And I don't rule it out yet. Um, with respect to the craft we see in the sky, as of the last six to 12 months, I would dare to argue quite avidly, just my opinion that 40% of them are, e are non-human. I don't want to say ET because I'm of the personal... I don't want to say belief, but like ideological subscription, if you want to call it that it's, it's interdimensional. It is um, time travel. It is uh, beings from other mm. planets. It is um, esoteric. And I'm not saying that as a cop-out answer, but um, so anyway, sorry, 40%, give or take, I'd say non-human um, 60, 70% are military. Now, prior to last year, like say 2020 and the years before anything that was seen more often than not, I would go with human military um, except for say the up going back to the seventies between the fifties and seventies from there, I would then say 60, 70% ET 30, 40% non-human uh, sorry, 30, 40% human. It it's depends. funny you said time travel. Cause I was going to ask you about that. That's been, I've been playing with that idea a lot lately that maybe yeah. are, are, are human just time traveling. Okay. So one of, okay, here's the thing. This is when it's going to get, I'm just going to say it right off the bat. 
it's going to sound crazy, but this is literally or allegedly the uh, uh, a fairly accurate depiction of one scenario. And when I say scenario, I mean there are multiple different species um, allegedly across multiple countries on Earth that have made agreements and then subcontracts with world governments, all this stuff. Now, as it pertains to time travel, there is allegedly a species of gray aliens. And on my show, I kind of work into this a little more so that it doesn't seem as nutty. We, we have science and documents to back it up, but there's a faction of gray ETs that seem to be working for a, a shape-shifting, what we would refer to as our label reptilian faction. And I say faction because we can't put that species all in one bucket. It's like saying all humans are bad. You, you, yeah. you, you can't, right? And what they've done is apparently these grays this particular faction of grays they're hybridized with us they're they're partly us from the future and what they've done is they've used a they apparently they lied to eisenhower in 1954 and 1955 saying we're you from the future we made a mistake and now we're trying to go back in time to fix it are they us from the future partly but are are they really trying to go back in time to fix it fuck no allegedly this is what i'm being told now but eisenhower was deceived and then when the when the grays basically said uh at that meeting there was a, a it was telepathically done allegedly and there was a translator as well um you know would you be willing to sign this agreement eisenhower goes well shit what choice have you given us you're clearly more advanced than us what, yeah. what are we going to do right so that's it, it i don't sorry if i'm getting all over the place no, i just no, want to make no. sure i i cover every you know it's angle fine. of it but from a time travel perspective that is allegedly what's happening and uh, there are even journalists that are like super respected i don't consider myself one that are saying the same thing now again i also consider the possibility it's nonsense or bs or disinfo mm-hmm. uh, i do but at the, i also am not as compelled to lean that way at the moment because I've been putting together a lot of uh, data points and documents and research from all the way back from the late 1800s leading up until now. And it there's too many quote unquote coincidences. Now, am I entirely accurate? It's not for me to say. The last thing I want to do is say I'm right. Everybody else is wrong. We got enough people in that community doing that. <laughs> but is there, in my opinion, is there enough of a, of a, of a, of a possibility for us to say, okay, let's use process of elimination and there is a there there it's just the question is what to what extent and is it as beautiful as they say but at the same time is it as depraved as they say because you know as above so below if there's good there's got to be bad if there's bad there's got to be good yeah right so so what do you why do you think the soft disclosure has been out recently is it just because like the toothpaste out of the out of the tube and like they can't put it back in the internet the videos they're everywhere they can't control it like why do you think so much soft disclosure and so much recent talk um where in the past they just kind of you know you talk about you're a nut you believe in aliens you're crazy but that's not really the case anymore and you're seeing it on like so so what do you think that's about there i'm gonna get right to the point brother i don't think humans are running the show I don't think they've been given a choice. Uh, If I can give one example, one could argue it's anecdotal, but I do have quite amount more. Um, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Richard French, I believe he's passed away now. He passed away two or three years back, if I'm not mistaken. He said at the National Press Club, give or take five to seven years ago, he goes, had I come out, he he said some things about how, you know, like, yes, ETs are real and this whole thing. And he goes, had I come out um, even a couple of years prior, he goes, I probably would have put my life at risk. He goes, but now I'm much older. I'm in my 80s. They don't care about me as much. He goes, and things are changing. And then the interviewer says, what do you mean things are changing? This is like a four-minute clip. And uh, he goes, well, the ones at the top want things to come out more. And then the guy, the interviewer holding the camera goes, the ones at the top, who are they, the ones at the top? And then Lieutenant Colonel Richard French looks to the left of him, looks to the right of him. He smiles. He goes, the ones at the top would be, would would i would say are what you call aliens so and that's pretty common right where you see these high high ranking guys on their deathbeds right uh, right saying like what we you know the the normal people call crazy shit right that's mm-hmm. kind of a common theme right where they 
Well, what else are you going to do? Well, sorry to interrupt you, brother, but what are you going to do? For example, imagine you, Mike, you, you go work for a, a very high-end company and you you file all these patents and, and these patents are like half-ass unexplainable because it has to do with secret knowledge and tech and information and all this stuff. You file all these patents, you're respected for years on end, you say something on your deathbed and just they dismiss it as he's senile. If it was one guy, sure. Two yeah. guys, sure. Over yeah. four, I have on document over 400 of them. Yeah. So yeah, it's, what it's, is the uh, mathematical probability they're all senile? I don't know. Now, <laughs> if, if I could say to your audience as well, brother, I know I, I sound very excited, probably charismatic, but I also want to say that on my show, I say to my audience all the time, if there's something that I, you know, disseminate, not saying to believe it, but if there's something I present and it is totally false, I've actually done it a couple of times. I come back and I say, I'm sorry, it was a Great. mistake. You know, yeah. I, I didn't check it out clearly enough, but I just want to be clear about that too. So. Well, that's what real free thinkers do, right? They're not married to an idea. You're just constantly thinking and you're just questioning what, and trying to find answers. I wouldn't be any better than CNN, brother, in my opinion, if I didn't apologize for my mistakes. Yeah. You know, that's how Absolutely. I see it in that I, way. I respect that. I really respect that. Um, what do you think about, I've heard many times this this been said, that the, uh, the, the let's call them aliens, I guess. Or sure, sure. Um, that they have full control over like nuclear weapons where they'll knock them off. Like that's been said. I've heard that a couple of times. About, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? Uh, yes. I mean, there are many, many individuals such as a uh, former, I think I forgot his rank. Please forgive me. Um, Robert Salas, I believe uh, that's just one amongst many. I've spoken to people off the record. Um, I've made some, you know, friends in the government, but not nothing super high up enough to, I, again, I could be fed total nonsense, but mm-hmm. yes, they, they can do it. They, um, they can disable them. No problem. Now they're, was an attempt by humans. When I say humans, I, I mean, the Americans, the Soviets in the seventies, there was some type of electromagnetic filter they put on top of the warheads. And that was able to, um, the, the craft that would come and try and disable or enable to be fair, cause they've enabled them before as well. Oh. Uh, it wouldn't work. So, but I, I mean, the thing is, is that the train of the, the, the path that I'm leading down right now leads me to believe that even the species that don't like us, are in some cases, not all, but in some are helping us because there's this concept of, and I'm very, I'm very hesitant to use these words because there's a stigma attached to them, but there's this proposal out there right now that through the justification of physics and quantum physics, and even above that, which is what we would call magic, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And the reason why some of these beings, the benevolent ones are here to help us quote unquote, ascend or evolve or grow, whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. is because um, ultimately in order for them to ascend, they need us to, to be with them. Uh, this speaks to the concept in physics called fractal cosmology. And that basically means that we are all a piece of the source. Yeah, We're all a slice yeah. of the pizza and one slice cannot go without the other. So that's been a big thing too. And it, the physics is more and more proving that. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, brother. A lot of what I'm saying, I am fairly convinced the United States government and other countries knew as early as the 19... 19- 30s to 50s yeah it's it's just yeah now it's just it's a matter of time there's factions there's seeming factions behind the scenes some that don't want this shit out others that do some of them are allegedly backed by certain ets it's a it's an ongoing battle as we speak allegedly do you think these beings are uh interplanetary interdimensional yep all of it (laughs) uh, with well um they're so I always say on the, on my end of the show that our planet right now, at least is what I call personally a beautiful shit show, because there's a lot of fantastic, beautiful things that happen. But at the same time, there are, so here's the thing. If you remember in the 1980s, when Ronald Reagan set up the star Wars initiative with NORAD and that whole thing there, apparently again, the strategic defense initiatives, SDI, all that we're using Northcom, uh, North, uh, North American command center and all those things. Apparently that was the closest they got to being able to, make the earth or at least the surface of the earth underground underwater is a totally different story but the surface like a hotel meaning that there are beings and craft interdimensionally interplanetary otherwise that come and go but it's sort of like checking into a hotel the the, the manager or the the people at the front desk they know you're there if they want to see you're there and checked in they can check but they don't know what you're doing in your personal room 
Mm. It's the same thing here. And to me, I've, I've, again, I could be very wrong, but I've come to the conclusion or not conclusion. In my opinion, you should never conclude, but I've, at least right now, it seems like that to a very small extent, I understand why the government kept it secret for so long. They couldn't control the shit themselves. So what are you going to tell the people now? That's not to yeah. say I'm defending the government. I'm a big proponent in we can handle the truth. We deserve to know who are they, who are a small group of humans to decide over the masses of us. That's my humble opinion. You know, it's this, it's that moral debate or ethical debate. Now, some say, you know, I've been told off the record, Dave, some of the stuff is so mind numbing. It's even worse or better than a sci-fi movie. Um, and it's some people simply can't handle it. I don't know, man. It's one of those things. I can't speak for everybody, but I also think that they've lied for no good reason as well. Well, Um, Possibly for control, maybe, right? Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. yes, Not to shit on religion, but a lot of religion would have issues, right? Right. Then there's, right. This whole concept of you're throwing a cog into a, a, a structure, a social structure that's beautifully balanced in there in the eyes of those th- at the top, in my eyes, not so much, but yeah. let's think about it like this, right? For example, there's, um, let's say there's a, why let, let's, let's do a, a little thought exercise. For example, let, why is it that no country under the NATO umbrella is allowed to even tinker with their nuclear, um, nuclear energy it's i'm of the humble opinion i could be wrong but nuclear power was never unstable it could be stabilized however the problem with having a country run off nuclear power is a country then becomes energy independent when a country becomes energy independent oh you don't you don't have to rely on anything external for the vast majority of things when a country can run itself using the 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 frequencies of the earth um, nuclear all of those things what how do people like for how do the henry kissingers and the dick cheneys and the um the you know the raytheons of the world how do they how how do they operate they can't because they lose control i would have to agree with that that uh the energy energy controls everything right and i would i would go as far as yeah i would correct correct power to every person exactly and i would go as far as to say mike that it is of my humble opinion that partly not mainly but part of the reason why the this hasn't um come out yet is because a very very malevolent faction of ets has pushed the human leadership in the west to not divulge it but at the same time they've also acted like a, an ideological cancer which is that once the cancer is removed there's still the remnants of it you still got to pick out a little more you know so it, again this is this this then it gets to the whole thing well what if we can kick out all of these negative ones or most of them and get the good ones on our side and uh, let's just say hypothetically that was the case then you'd have the whole thing of well our, our leaders at the top are still cancerous so then how do we get them out it's a whole thing right so yeah i'm not claiming i know i'm just trying to think of logically the control system what what it is to keep the control now you said the the ocean is something totally different do you yeah I personally believe that that's where we need to look. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? I think there's way more. Okay. So way more in the ocean than there's ever been in the skies in my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, the, I've spoken to people, naval intelligence, uh, Navy men, uh, people who are not willing to go on the record. There's mm-hmm. a couple of individuals that I've been, I've had the privilege to get to know. And he's, um, and he's told me some things with respects to like, uh, you know, uh, certain guys just, to, they, you know, turn to the, to the left, they turn to the right and they go, listen, this shit's been an open secret since I was fucking born, but we don't want to ruffle any feathers. We see these things coming and going. Now, the problem is, is that when you have commanding officers, not usually of a submarine, although craft have hit submarines when they allegedly get pissed and whatever, and I'll get to that shortly. But the problem is when uh, there's been stories of commanding officers, um, not to me, uh, I want to clarify, on boats, on ships, and they have all their crew below deck because they're trying to hide the fact that there's 12, 15, 20 craft buzzing right above them. And <laughs> They call back. They call back to you know HQ or forgive me for not knowing the proper military term, but or the, the navy term. But they'll be like you know to their superior, the fuck do we do? They just won't get a response. 
And <laughs> I have a, an audio clip from the dark web of a NASA astronaut. I, I think it was Apollo 14. I forgot the name of him. Uh, anyways, he saw some type of blue plasma spiritual um, phenomena on the moon. And for seven minutes, I have the audio clip on my hard drive, seven minutes NASA did not respond to him. He goes, he told them, NASA, Houston, this is what I'm seeing. This is what's going on. I think there might have been a craft that swooped by, but right now I got this phenomenon in front of me. No fucking answer, Mike. No answer. <laughs> For seven minutes, and then after, all of a sudden, NASA comes back, and they just proceed as if he said at the after the seven minutes. He goes, the phenomenon or whatever this was, it went away. Okay, yeah. proceed. As if never happened. It's just blatant wow. when you can't. Wow. And another thing too, um, you got me on a bit of a tangent, but you know how another thing is that a lot of people say, well, how do they, you know, um, keep all these secrets so well contained within the government? Mm -hmm. They don't, they, they scuttle it to private industry and they put it into black operations if it is ever government. And the thing with the FOIA documents, the freedom of information act documents that everyone's so excited about now is that I say in a good way, and I truly say this not in a way to get anybody down, but if anyone is thinking they're going to find the smoking gun from a Freedom of Information Act request, please, 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 I hope I'm proven wrong, but I don't think that they will. And I'll, 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 I guess to everyone, a smoking gun is different, but in my opinion, they keep the real secret shit in the FOIA query for years. Mm -hmm. They just make a typo on purpose and then go, oh, we got to correct a typo, yeah. but the typo is not corrected for five years, 10 yeah. years, you know? over yeah. and over they just play little games like that little games so and then i'm sure stuff is super compartmentalized oh I mean, I mean that's an easy way right that's an easy way to hide things from people apparently it gets so compartmentalized that the compartments don't even know what the other compartments are um, yeah. doing in some cases when they're supposed to know because it's that secretive how can you work like that though as yeah. a scientist you can't work like that you need open knowledge you need to explore yeah. you need you know Speaking of that, what what do you think about Bob Lazar? Do you believe him? Do you do you think he's full of shit? I'm gonna be honest with you. He um I am I lean towards believing him due to uh testimony from people like Bill Uhouse, um uh Don Phillips and a handful of uh, staff sergeant Clifford Stone. As it pertains to uh do I think he was at S4 personally? Yeah. Um as it pertains to the craft he worked on and things like that i believe that um personally again is the it, when it comes to element 115 i'm i'm sketchy yeah it, element 115 i'm sketchy about um there's some evidence to suggest that it, i don't want to i don't want to defame the guy as well yeah. the thing it, it's there's some shady stuff around that let's just put it that way i don't i, I i'm so sorry man i just don't want to get sued no that's fine <laughs> and I, as i asked you the question i was thinking to myself like i know this is your industry and i don't want to no, I'll please ask that. away. No, 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 no. I, I have no problem to ask away, man. No, I'm, I'm an open. But I know that's just a, that's just like a household name, right? And so many people, right? You know, have heard that story, and uh, you know, he, he's told the story many times. So, and all the compartmentalized uh, how he had to work on things, right? Um, and the element 151, I thought was, see, that's that's how I, I don't know so much. I thought that was the big one. Like, wow, he told us about that before it even was released. I don't know much about it. Um, but you have there's evidence that goes both ways that it was discovered that it was discussed in a magazine shortly before he came out. Now, I'm not okay. saying that is fact. I'm just saying that there is evidence of that. And now at the same time, however, I'm not saying it does not exist. Um, the thing is, is that I don't know what is truth about it and what is lies in my opinion. Now, is there an element? Oh yeah. But it is that element in my humble opinion is just one of, I think I can truthfully say hundreds, if not thousands of ways they, they get these craft off the ground. In, in, in addition to many other things, too, there's many different forms of propulsion that you can do. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I, you know, I, I have to think that I have to think that there has to be a lot of misinformation out there. That's just Tons. my gut. Yeah, my gut is that there's just so much. And it's, oh, it's that way with whatever, whatever kind of crazy stuff you're trying to research, right? There's right. just always they give you a little truth, right? I mean, it's just how it goes. And yep. I feel like with this topic in, in particular, man, it's all over the spectrum. Like, and then there's some people that just truly believe certain ways. And they think that, like you said earlier, that they have the right answers. Other people, you know, truly believe it's an interdimensional spiritual type thing. And it's not on planets. I think it's a little bit of everything personally. And I, I think, agree. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit of everything. And, um, 
you know, who knows, man, who knows how, how many different, different, uh, beings there are out there. Um, and, and I, and I've really been playing with the idea that I, I think there's way more going on underneath us in that ocean than above us. Oh, and so sorry, Ben, if I could say very quickly with yeah. the ocean for you in the audience, there is a, uh, it's public. This is not, it's, you know, um, Either, I think it's approved for release or something like this, but there is now an official classification and difference between ocean, uh, between maritime, excuse me, maritime and deep sea. That's interesting. Now, have you guys ever heard of that whole ocean within the ocean thing? I have a little bit, yes. Okay, so apparently there's a, I don't want to say force field, I don't want to use those stigmatic terms, but for the sake of it, apparently the there's dolphins eels can swim through it but humans cannot humans get sick things like this when they try and uh, uh, uh penetrate it underwater same thing goes for these alleged shields force fields that have been found in romania you name it now allegedly it <laughs> it has to do with the only way you can walk through this force field has nothing to do with tech but rather expanding your perception here and that's the interesting thing. At least this is according to alleged testimony by the SEALs that went there. And so what's interesting, though, however, is that, like you just said, we can consider that a load of nonsense as misinformation in the community. But then I see a DARPA briefing. You got there's a end of the Navy are clearly making it a case to state since I think for the at least the last three years, if not maybe two, there is a clear difference between maritime and deep sea. Why would there be if there's, you know. What's, what's the, what's the thing? What's, what's the big, um, uh, what's the big difference, but they won't say publicly. They won't tell you the difference. No, they keep it vague on purpose. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, the sun, I mean, I was told by somebody from within the department of energy off the record that, uh, if we can, uh, what's it called? If we can build a sun, like, you know, as China's done or the CCP has done, make it even hotter than the sun. Now, I'm not saying this is correct. I'm just, this, this guy said to me, he goes, Dave, just think about it like this. It, sort of to make a point as to how we've been deceived so, for so long. He goes, if we can do that, stabilize it in all of it, China can do that. Why don't we use the same suits that we use to build a sun on Earth even hotter than the one in space to get to there? Because yeah. they, say, they keep saying publicly we can't get even close to the sun. Yeah. You know, again... I'm not, I'm not saying that this source is right or wrong. I'm just saying make of that as you will. I, I, I truly mean that. I think people, as your podcast is titled, Free Thinkers, they should truly decide for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's wild. I mean. It's a thought, right? Like, it's, it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen a few crafts, we'll call it. I'm, I was pretty sure they were military, um, what I saw. Um, it just seemed like an odd military type. Can I ask the shape, if you can uh, recall? Yeah. So I saw I saw something on the beach one time that definitely it, it looked like some kind of drone I've never seen before. Giant. Um, there was there were three. They were circular, and they looked like they were connected in like a, a pattern of three. And, and they um, split up. Yeah, and then they would move the way that the movement and zero sound, but they were really big. Not like a drone that I've seen. I mean, they look like a giant fan almost is the best way to describe it. Like three of those together. And those, the way, yeah, yeah the, the, the movement was which was, was really wild. Uh, I was on the beach in Miami with a bunch of people, and it was a weird hour. Uh, I want to say not many people were on the beach, but we all saw it. And the way it, they, they were moving, and they were moving in a perfect pattern, and uh, you couldn't hear them at all. And they just were above us for a while, and then just boom, they were gone. Can I ask, um, like, did they jerk? Like, did they go from like, you know, not, once? They did not jerk. It was a, it was a, it was a move. The movement is what really caught my eye because the movement right. was so smooth. Right. That's what made me think like, Oh wow. What? This is slick. Now one kid was like, Oh, there's just drones. I'm like, I've never seen a, a drone like this ever. Um, yeah. and, and he was just like, yeah, whatever. Like there were drones and they, they made no sound whatsoever. Um, I, th they were that... moving in unison, like perfect. Um, when was this, if I may ask? This was, I mean, the interesting thing was it was after an ayahuasca ceremony. <laughs> huh. But um, it was the morning after. We were on a beach. We always just hang out on the beach. Um, let me think about this. Even a year. Well, at least five years ago. That makes, wow. Okay, that makes at perfect sense. At least five sense. years ago. Yeah, that's an easy way to remember. Maybe six years ago, something like that. 
Um, that is, there's been a lot of those filmed in the last 20 years and it stopped about three to five years ago. That's why I asked. Yeah. That particular lineup and then they split, come back together, that whole thing. Yeah. And this is, yeah. I mean, at that time, no one was talking about Starlink or, you know, that's a no, no. say Starlink or things like that, anything with Elon Musk. Um, no. And it was just, it was wild. I mean, the, the thing that caught my eye the most was like, it, there was no amazing lights on them. There was nothing like that. It wasn't like they, there was no, um, right. It wasn't anything like that. It was the movement. Like you said about jerk. That was what blew my mind. How smooth these things were moving. Um, that blew my mind. There was a, a thing that said a report recently that said that some of these moves that these craft make, you would have to, you would need the entire state of Ohio to make these moves with our most advanced jets at least the yeah. ones that we know of that yeah. is insane. And, yeah. um, sorry, one more thing. The, the fact that some of these craft have been observed going from, you know, uh, just hovering above a suburban neighborhood to jumping to 80,000 feet in less than a second. If we were to try and do that with our current propulsion systems, you would need the power that fuel that uh, makes fucking New York run 18 times over to even oh. attempt to get it to what that craft could do. That's if we used, you know, our traditional rocket propulsion. No shit. You would need 18, uh, basically 18 New Yorks to, to, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other, the other crafts I saw, I was in Sedona, Arizona. Um, it was like when the sun, the sun was going down, we were doing, um, some kind of like native American ceremony. And, um, the people that took me there, like they, they were, it was nothing to them. Mm. Um, but this was more of just lights going in and out of the, the mountains, just like a, like a, just, just lights off in the distance, just going in and out of the mountains. And then the wild part was at once the sun went down, I mean, you could see the Milky Way, you could see satellites, you could see all kinds of stuff. Right. And you just saw things above you that I never saw. So I could chalk that up as shooting stars, satellites, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, but to them, that was just like normal. Now, once again, another person that was there was just trying to tell me that, oh, it's got to be military bases. They fly in and out of these things all the time. Could be. Um, I didn't uh, see any crazy movement with that one. It was just like these lights going into the mountains. It was pretty That odd. makes perfect sense. There, there's there's uh, the, allegedly the most amount of underground bases, New Mexico, um, Albuquerque, uh, uh, Arizona. Yeah. All of them. That makes sense. It, again, the thing is, is nowadays it's gone to the point where assuming that there's been, I mean, I think we can say with confidence, there's been a reverse engineering program, you know, long ago to what extent, you know, certain compartments have gotten made more progress than others. I think they're all lying to begin with about, you know, Oh, we've never made progress nonsense. But point being is that the vast majority of it does seem to happen in the Arizona mountains. So it's possible yeah. it was human military manning a reverse engineered ET oriented technology, or it could have been ET because they share the feeling I got. It doesn't mean I'm right. Sure. But it, that one wasn't, that one was like, okay, that can make some sense. Um, well, if I, I could say very quickly, there's actually an intu uh, intuitive connection with the craft that a lot of people have. Some people experience yeah. telepathic messages. They experience like, yeah. So it, it, I wouldn't discount your gut brother, truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't at all. And, um, you know, and, and when it comes to, so when was, when was uh, Roswell? 47. So yeah, if you, in my opinion, like it seems like right around the time of the 1950s is when technology starts to really change. And I think find that I've always found that pretty interesting as a young boy. I thought that like, okay, so we have yeah. the crash. And then right around that time is when all of a sudden automation and all like just things just exploded after that time. I always found that pretty interesting. Right. So if you take a look, for example, uh, as I mentioned about uh, half an hour ago when we started, 1955, I believe, was when the alleged Griotta Treaty, which is when Eisenhower signed with those malevolent greys, um, that's what basically ramped everything up. Now, not just with tech, what you'll notice is there was a realignment of the financial sector, the religious structure, um, the academic sector. The scientific, well, academics, that, that counts as science, and the political structures of the world, almost as if they needed to reconvene in a way that, when I say they, I mean the human leaders, you know, the popes, the presidents, all of that, in a way that they were not, they were no longer in control. I see that hap hap happening now, for example, when we see Avril, uh, please forget, what's her name? 
the current head of the the director of national intelligence, the DNI, uh, she said extraterrestrially at a conference recently saying we have to consider this. It's possible. These guys, in my opinion, are being pushed. They're being told that, okay, I, I am of the opinion that the world and the earth and the cosmos, the astral, our solar system is like a clock. We're right now going through some type of, again, I say this carefully, ascension, whatever you want to refer to it as. There are frequencies that can um, attribute to astrology through a scientific you know, justification. I think the plant, planet is a living being, and yeah, we right. have a, I don't want to use the word deadline, but we have a yeah deadline where we need to either grow with it or we need to we need to die and let it grow now when i say grow with it i imagine your audience is going to go holy shit what does he mean grow with it and i don't want to be vague so let me let me try and explain it's not a matter of just protesting to the politicians to the human leaders things like this i think it's truly a matter of doing what you and mark think about daily just questioning everything in a good way, in a good faith way. I think by nature, there is science to suggest that creates a bioresonance from the brain that opens up and amplifies what has been suppressed for so long, ergo the pineal gland. Mm-hmm. So anyways, to go back to your, your thing about yeah, the 19th. 19- I have to agree with that though, but I would have yeah. to agree also with like, with like if, if there are the, 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 bad, the bad ones and if they're in cahoots with the, the ones that want to keep us down, well, then keep us as slaves, right? And the ones well, that want to help us, you want to open that pineal gland and you want to you want to move up and you want to ascend. And it just feels like that. I mean, I've been feeling that feeling my whole life. That it's like you know, it's it's time to either it's time to ascend, or like you said, or it's time to just completely, you know, yes, we are wiped off the earth. Right. As Graham Hancock says, uh, we are a species. And again, it's just my opinion. I'm not saying I'm correct over others. Um, We are a species hit on the head with amnesia. I'm of the personal opinion. There are uh, billions, hundreds of billions of humans out there amongst many other species. And we were a faction, if you will, that was entrapped, suppressed, whatever you want to refer to it as. Now, I'm not trying to take away from the human sovereignty or power that we have as individuals. What I'm saying is I think we need to regain that power. Something I've been told off the record by some big names within the government. Again, I could be fed nonsense. Let me be very Mm -hmm. clear. I've been told, I I was told this word for word, something's been removed. Something's been taken away from us. So there are benevolent ones. Now, let me stop there. Let me say, now this goes into my opinion. There are likely benevolent entities, beings, whatever they are, interdimensional, extraterrestrial, helping us for the ones that are willing to open our eyes and see. Because there is allegedly a protocol very similar to Star Trek, a non-interference protocol Mm -hmm. uh, with a society, but that is not followed by all species. And apparently Earth is like the backyard of the solar system, so to speak, uh, because of a multitude of, of, of reasons. So... Yeah, we're, we're apparently, we're a lab, we're a, a, a laboratory, a DNA experiment. And the thing is, is that the beings in which want us to, again, I say this carefully, grow up, let's say, they realize, holy shit, the ones that have the ability to grow up can't because the horse can't even get to the water, metaphorically. Yeah. Now, we got to get the horse to the water, but they got to choose to drink. So I think it's that's what's happening here. You're going to have a handful of humans that are not going to, that are going to, you know, believe the full on narrative and, you know, to each their own, everyone, you know, grows at different stages and all of this, but then you're also going to have guy, you know, individuals like yourself, myself, Mark, that say, hold on a second. I saw that craft. I know what I saw. You know, I saw that, that craft go into that mountain in Arizona. You know what I mean? I'm going to open up my mind to, if a being walks off a craft that looks human in it, in a, in its silhouette form, but it's, you know, it turns out that it's got, you know, blue skin or something like this, and it's got the face of a cat. I got to be ready to understand and have spiritual sovereignty, as they say, understand yourself, be in control of yourself. So that when that time comes, it's not like, it's not panic time. It's not freak out. It's not get emotional. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that that at one point we knew all of this, like you said, the amnesia, and and we were right. way more in tune, and and maybe so, you know, it, it, to me that's what it feels like. It feels like that we were we were highly evolved at one point, and we knew everything, and we kind of worked we worked in harmony with all the beings, 
And then it's like something it's either something, either a cataclysm happened or, uh, or some kind of major war, whatever. And then someone rewrote, rewrote history. I mean, it just seems that way with everything. Right. Um, and I could see the ETs being a huge part of that. Um, and like you said, maybe the ones that are here to help us, they don't interfere. They just kind of guide a little bit. Um, then there's apparently a... that this earth is alive. I do believe mother earth is alive. And mm. I've felt that so many times I've communicated with that so many times, uh, that to me, that is like, of course, I don't have hardcore proof to show to anybody, but to me, it's like, that's something that I just know. No, but you see, this is right. And first off, let me say thank you for doing those ayahuasca and all those experiences, because this is what I was saying with the zone of proximal development. See, the phenomenon, whatever it is, a craft, a ghost, whatever, it enters that middle ring of what we were discussing half an hour ago, where we know we felt something, we saw something, we're not crazy, we're not schizophrenic or whatever. And even I would go as far as to say that it's now being studied and reviewed that what was once thought as mental health issues are not, not, not in every case, but in some cases, what were once thought as mental health are the result of some hyperspatial extra dimension phenomenon that science knew since the late 1800s, but deliberately butchered Mm -hmm. publicly. Mm -hmm. That is what the phenomenon seems to do to the point where it's like, I know what I felt. I know what I experienced. Can I prove it? No, but it's for me to experience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a uh, it's um. this is why another thing, too, in my opinion, a lot of people say, you know, uh, how come when we ask people uh, that have been in the UFO topic for so long, not me, because I haven't, but others, you know, why do we need to look within ourselves constantly? We're f- and I think Mark has does a great job of grasping this. We're far too focused on I got to get to work. I got to do that. I got to pay my bill, all this stuff. The energy frequencies, literally, that the mind emits are because our organs our brain everything emits frequencies are projecting outwards when really again you can call it meditation whatever you want to call it 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 has to do with focusing inwards and this is why i think focusing inwards is the issue for those at the top because it then creates something called imagination and imagination allegedly is not as silly as we've been led it to believe and i can thank one can argue this is anecdotal, but I could thank Don Phillips, who's now passed away, but former Lockheed Martin Skunk Works Division, former um, DIA, CIA, and Air Force, and private contractor, who was on video testimony saying, as early as the 80s, we have handheld devices that can cure cancer, treat it all in one shot within seconds. But this is a nuts and bolts guy, but he said, everything starts with an idea in higher dimensions and then manifests down into here. Everything starts with an idea and see now what's the difference between ideas and imagination. Yeah. I was just talking about this with some comics about like um, when they, about like, what is that joke? Or when you get upset because somebody had that joke before before you thought about it or it's like, well, where are you getting that from? Right. Like, I think it's, I think there's just something that, like you said, you have to tap into and it's all there for all of us to access. Right. Now, let me also say too, uh, you know, as they say, the hermetic principles that I think Mark loves so much as well, that we both love as above, so below. If there's good, there's got to be bad. And if there's bad, by definition, there has to be good. So let me also say as well to your audience, I'm not trying to simply, um, my intent, I don't think that you guys take it this way at all, is, is not to deceive your audience into saying, oh, believe everything and anything UFO related right away. No, because there are a lot of, not just disinformation, there are a lot of technologies that humans have our governments have that use direct energy weapons you know frequencies that can give that exact same experience and Mm. this is where it gets complicated because it, it gets in a venn diagram way it conflates it gets mixed up so let me also say to your audience we have to be vigilant now how do we be vigilant unfortunately I can, you know, I have my own opinions on things and how to handle and how to stay safe online and, you know, in person, there's only so much one can do, but ultimately you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Right. Like if I'm being honest with myself, that's, that's a big fear of mine. A big fear of mine is when the actual, uh, what we think is the disclosure is coming is not, is more of a project blue beam type thing. You know, I'm, I'm a little worried about that. Um, Truth be told, apparently that's still up in the air at the moment behind the scenes. Uh, with respects to multiple factions going back and forth in in a power play situation. 
meaning that they're back and forth saying, are they going to use it? Are they not going to use it type thing or? No, you have multiple factions backed by multiple different species. And then you have sub factions and then sub agreements. It's basically what you have is you have a bunch of old geezers that just want to keep making money and want everything to go back to normal. Then you have a bunch of basically military guys that have their own view of things. Then you have scientists that have their own view of things. And then you have scientists and military guys that have the opposite view of that. And then it keeps going and going. Yeah. So it, it's the, I, I can't speak for those guys. I, I think I, I am of the opinion. I think I've spoken to a couple without them admitting that they're part of that, but I, I can't, unless I can read their mind, I don't know their direct intentions. I do know allegedly that there is a faction that claims that they don't want to even have an ET disclosure, but rather get rid of both the good and the bad off this planet, at least on the surface and let us just improve ourselves with the tech that they've already given us secretly. There's a faction like that. I mean, it's, it's, this is why I say it's a beautiful shit show Yeah. because there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, and it's hard to figure out in the middle who's, who's a lot allied with who it's a chess game. Yeah. And I think this makes everything even more complex. Like some people like to just make things sound so simple, like, Oh, there's just this group of elites that run the world. I don't, I believe that there are, but there's many of them and they're fighting with, with each other. And it's almost like factions like game of Thrones. Yeah. Right. And now we're saying this with uh, ETs and other species that we don't even know. I mean, it just makes everything get so much more complicated. Truthfully, Um, I'm going to be honest with you in a, maybe I'm too much of a glass half full guy, but that's what excites me in the sense. I, I mean, with respects to these different species and agreements and all that kind of stuff, I, you know, the, here's the thing. This planet has been a disaster since the mid fifties when that treaty was allegedly signed. We're, at this point, any I think, and I hate to say this, I think we're so down the shithole that anything helps. Yeah. You know, and, and apparently this is why allegedly a handful of ETs from this Galactic Federation that the former Israeli space defense minister, Haim Meshed, said. Remember a couple of years back he came yeah. and yeah. Apparently, this Galactic Federation had a very strict rule similar to that of um Star Trek. The prime directive, we don't interfere with the species if they haven't learned to travel off their planet yet. We just we can just observe them. Apparently, this this whatever conglomerate of benevolent beings was like, this is too much. The horse cannot even get to water. You know, the horse can't even get to the water. Now, I'm not trying to sound depressing, but if if you know, if I'm want to be honest with your audience and you, I'm this is what I'm seeing all across the board, good and bad. Yeah. I have in my notes from last time we talked about uh, nuclear karma. What is that? Oh, okay. So this is this gets interesting. So remember when you asked me about the whole thing about if they can disable our nukes and all of that? Yeah. I still am of the humble opinion a I'm of the opinion a nuke will not be dropped on a large scale. Now, apparently, the concept of dropping nukes with respects to uh, let me think large scale detonation. What it does in my humble opinion is it creates a situation where it affects other realms, dimensions, densities way worse than it affects this one. However, the problem with that is not so much the weapon itself. Also the, so energy, if you want to, again, I say this vaguely energy frequencies, photon, all that kind of neutrinos, all of that electrons, they're all living. They all have memory just like the earth is. So say for example, I say to you, Hey Mike, I'm i uh, I'm going to come over next week, you know, Friday, I'm going to bring pizza, this, that, the whole thing. I, I don't even, uh, I don't even cancel on you. I just don't show up. You expect me, got the whole house set up, the whole place, you know, and I just simply don't show up. I made an agreement with you to come and show up and I did not. Apparently, using one's intent, like literally the frequencies that are intended towards the direction of what you're going to do, creates what's called, I'm not trying to sound woo-woo, but a, 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 an Akashic or esoteric contract in higher dimensions and that quote unquote contract, if you will, that obligation must be completed and there's no cheater way around it because the microtubules within your brain comprehend a sort of check mark needs to be taken. And so this seems to be what happened with uh, when the nuke was dropped on Hiroshima, we inadvertently as a species created a moral contract to the planet to repair that part that we destroyed. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Without even realizing it, because we've been as the masses kept in the dark for so long. It's the simplest way I could explain it. There is electrical engineering and quantum physics to describe this. Um, let me be very clear to you and your audience, but I, that's the best I could put it in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's, it's, it, it gets real complicated, but to be honest, I get a hard on for this stuff. I know some people are like, fuck, I, I can't handle it, but. <laughs> no, it's wild. I mean, it's, I love it. It's, uh, it's really interesting stuff, man. Yeah. So do, do you think, we are interacting with, do you think most people have interacted with beings from other planets, uh, other entities? Do you think that they shape shift in with us throughout our daily life? I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, not a lot in terms of their population, but yes. um, I believe there have been, there's so many different ways that they allegedly do. When I say they, I'm speaking all, you know, extraterrestrial, interdimensional, all of that. Um, uh, what's the uh, crypto terrestrial, uh, you know, inner earth, Agartha, that whole thing, uh, mm-hmm. hollow earth with the Nazis and the real mm-hmm. that whole thing there, but there's security camera footage and things like this. Now, yes, granted, it could be uh, altered and edited, but there's, I mean, thousands upon thousands of, you see one spirit going from one physical body of a human to the next. Um, there's what's called allegedly walk-ins uh, where they just want to observe and you don't even realize that they're in your brain observing you. There's ones mm-hmm. where you have missing time. You yeah. realize a couple hours have gone by and it, then, you know, someone calls you, Hey, you were just here an hour ago. And you're like, what the fuck I was, it, it, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's all different kinds. There's ones that shape shift. There's physical, like the physical shape shifting uh, that's also been not proven, but corroborated by the, uh, former director of national intelligence deputy assistant secretary, I think Christopher Mellon, his private server had a slide that quote unquote leaked um, called, I think it was slide nine. I think, I think it was slide nine where it talked about um, actually, you know what, Mike, if you don't mind, can I pull this up real fast? I don't, uh, I can just read it for you guys. If that's cool. I I really want to let your audience know um, what, what was on this. And I was told off the record that this is conservative stuff. Um, that they that they can do. So let me just pull it up here. Uh, here we are. So this was a, again, we can argue the government maybe leaked it themselves, but because they do that the best quite often. But so we see here, this was a slideshow, a pre- slideshow presentation from, let's see, uh, I believe it was quite a hand, uh, quite a while ago. And this was allegedly the classified version, although it's classified, still conservative compared to what these beings can do. So Department of Defense threat scenario. The science exists for an enemy of the United States. Of course, they got to fucking throw enemy in there, right? Like all the time. It's either can we shoot it or can it shoot us? But anyways, um, the science exists for ever thought of just saying hello. But anyways, the, the science exists for an enemy of the United States to manipulate both physical and cognitive environments in order to penetrate U.S. facilities, influence decision makers, and compromise national security. Now, there's also, I believe, an individual by the name of, I, I, I still have to read the points of what these this tech can do, but uh, from the 70s, who said he had a NATO cosmic top secret clearance, which NATO claimed for years did not exist until all of a sudden last year, it's publicly on their archives. The cosmic clearance, they said for years, no, 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 wait, this is bullshit. And then boom, it's there. So make of that as you will. However, this gentleman, Robert, I forgot his name, Robert Reading or Robert, something like this. He said there were dozens, if not hundreds of species coming and going from the planet, but specifically there were four species fighting over control over this planet for hundreds of thousands of years. However, the main thing that concerned them was that one of the species looked exactly like us. Mm. That they could be sitting on the subway at a movie and we wouldn't know the difference. Now, the point I'm trying to make here was that this gentleman claimed, this veteran said that this particularly bothered the military guys because it was like, Jesus Christ, they could kill the president and just, yeah. and you wouldn't know, right? Yeah. So anyways, let me read some of the points here that, that, that are put on the slide. Number one, psychotronic weapons. Again, make of that as you will. Psychotronic, that's the whole thing with the mind. Cognitive human interface. Um, you, unique cognitive human interface experiences. So basically, you and me, Mike, could be sitting right next to each other. And unique cognitive human interface is when 
I am in a whole other world and you're just sitting there on the bench. Like what's, 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 what's going on? Like, I don't, I don't feel or see it, but I'm like in, I'm in Narnia, you know, and I can physically move, but you still see me there. But I think I'm, it's a whole thing. Um, next one is penetration of solid surfaces, walking through solid surfaces, like a knife through butter, um, wow. which, which they're not, they're not walking through the object. They're creating an energy field around them to my understanding that allows them to void it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're adjusting their frequency the same way you tune the rate, the frequency yeah. of the radio the same mm-hmm. way. Um, then the next one is instantaneous sensor disassembly. This goes back to what you asked me about of them disabling the nukes and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, however, to be fair in the Soviet union, they in fact turn them on instead of shut them off. Um, wow. So sort of, I guess maybe to say, I don't know for certain, obviously maybe to say, you know, uh, Hey, like we can mess with your most advanced weapons. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. The, the next thing, alteration slash manipulation of biological organisms. That's shape-shifting in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know what else it could be. Yeah. I, I encourage you and your audience to, you know, if there's something else that I, that you guys interpret it as that I don't, please tell me. But mm-hmm. um, the next one is, and the final one, anomalies in the space-time construct. So think of, you know, where we live right now, space and time as a grid. And think of, um, you know what? Think of it like this: a loaf, a loaf of bread. You got twelve slices of, of of bread in that loaf. Think of taking a long needle and just sticking it right through that whole bread. And the bread represents the space and the time we live in. But you've now created a hole, sort of like um, uh, how can I explain it? A um, a hole. Ah, let me. Sorry, let me put it this way your bed you have three let's just say you have three bed sheets the bottom one the middle and the top one we're living on the top one mm-hmm. with no holes in it but someone pokes a hole then you can see into the other one or gotcha. something from the other one can come into that bed the top bed sheet exact same idea okay that would be the idea um now it does say at the bottom of this this slide show here what was once considered phenomenon and magic is now once what was once considered phenomenon and magic is now quantum physics and the department of defense has been involved in similar experiments in the past the department of defense has relationships with renowned subject matter experts i think they're talking about the aliens mm-hmm. <laughs> that's their fancy way of saying yeah um in addition to humans to be fair uh, like super smart you know physicists and all that and then the final one is Department of Defense controls several facilities where activities have been detected. So now this was a slide that was leaked leaked from Christopher Mellon. Let me get for your audience the exact position in which he held so that I don't butcher or slander. Um, Okay, he's currently a private equity investor, but he was the former deputy assistant secretary of defense for intelligence in both the Clinton and Bush administrations and later for security and information operations. Wow. And that was a leaked slide. Uh, Well, they say from his private server, but the thing is, is quote unquote leaked. I mean, make of that as you will. Yeah. It's possible. They put it out themselves. Right. Um, And they'll do it on purpose. They'll put out some more, what we consider woo crazy stuff to see how we react and then gauge Mm -hmm. it from there. Right. It's yeah, all, yeah. it's all, it's all tactics. Right. But um, I mean, people have said in the, in particularly in the Navy um, of in, in someone who I have personally tremendous respect for Sean Cahill. Um, he had said recently on the Kurt Jaimungo theories of everything podcast with Lou Elizondo that he spoke to some guys off the record and they said, listen, we're told with these USOs in the water to do something called log it and dog it. Basically, you have a very old style form of logging it uh, in a written sense, and they keep it on purpose for the USOs, for the USO reports, and then you just shred it. It just doesn't even, so. It does seem like that. It does seem like with the military that they just, like you said earlier too about the uh, the moon, where it's like they just almost ignore like it's not happening. And, that's uh, that's it. That's it. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, brother, we were using the same tech from the '60s yeah, to I get know. to the International Space Station. I know. Are you kidding me? Like I it know. doesn't. The, there are documents. There are so many. I mean, if you want to talk proof, I will never say I have proof unless I have a gray alien or some a, another e, a non-human next to me, and I'm like, guys, it's right here. But if you want to talk about evidence, which leads us to a handful of conclusions and uses process of elimination to find probable causes. It's all over the place, brother. 
it's mm-hmm. all over Mike and whether it's documents, whether it's, and one of the things we do on our show is we don't claim we're right or we're wrong or anything like this. We want to bring everyone together and their perspectives and work yeah. together in that way because it's too, um, I think it's too much of a, this phenomenon, whatever it is, it's too large for one person or one individual to say, I have all the answers. We need, we need everyone and anyone. We need philosophers. We need scientists. We need, but in good faith conversation, willing to expand. There are scientists now that simply deny what quantum physics is proving simply because it just, it goes against their beliefs. Just, it can't, it just can't just, no, it can't be possible. You know, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, I mean, do you, I hate to keep asking you what you feel about certain people, but please, like please. that whole, um, what was it? Uh, the guy from Blink-182 and- uh, Tom DeLonge. Yeah, Tom DeLonge and, and was to the Stars Academy or whatever. Correct. You, like that was very fishy to me. Yep, yep. No, I, I'll be honest with you. It was, uh, it was an interesting situation there. I am of the opinion that, here's the thing, the WikiLeaks email emails in 2016 from the DNC proved that he wasn't bullshitting. He was emailing a general. He was emailing a general that said, you know, this is what happened, yada, yada. Now, if the general was bullshitting, that's a different story. Um, Mr. DeLong himself, there's nothing I can say personally that I've seen that is, I guess you could say shady, whether from it's from a money grabbing perspective. And if there's something I don't know, know about, please let me know. But I don't, there's nothing I can say at the moment um, he's done that sort of created issues per se. I've, I mean, if anything, I think that his tweets have garnered attention. Um, I'm of the, now I, here's the thing though. I, I know the external perspective. The guy's a rock star. What the hell? Like, it just doesn't make sense. If this is yeah, probably a terrible, yeah. a, a terrible government op or something like this, you know, I don't, I still don't truthfully, I still don't entirely rule that out. Um, because even people within the government sometimes don't know that I'm not saying Tom, but others don't know that they're put in a compartment that's being run or handled and they don't even know it. Yeah. Um, shaping operations and things like this. Yeah. Mr. DeLong, I, let's just put it this way. I, there's far more individuals I would be concerned about in my humble opinion in that community than Mr. DeLong. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's the most, like, if there's anything specific you want to ask me no, about, no, no. I okay. just thought, I just thought it was a little odd. Like it's just odd, and and who knows? Maybe you know, maybe he really really is in his heart is doing the right thing. I let me be clear. Maybe I'm not trying is. to dodge. I'm not trying to dodge to defend him. I'm not going in either direction. That's one yeah. of the things I try and do on the I show. I thought not- it was odd. That's all. I just thought it was like an odd choice, right? Like why him? Like why well, not this is, us? Why, it, it, why not someone of that? You know. This is a fair point. And this is another thing too, as well, by the way, I maybe a bit of a thought exercise I wanted to give for you and your audience, which is that I don't have the answer to this. I don't claim I do. This is part of what we do on the show. We explore this. Um, So people have said for years, I won't, you know, believe in ETs, UFOs, paranormal, whatever, unless the government comes out and shows me something. And then and I'm not trying to say Tom DeLong, but he's been associated with individuals from the government that have come out and said, so-and-so is real, you know, not going to put words in their mouth, but so-and-so exists to an extent. And they're trying to, you know, put the, feel out the public. Now, the devil's advocate to that is they're from the government. Why would you trust them? Now, yeah. the devil's advocate to that is, well, fuck, where do you, how do you win? Exactly. <laughs> so I, now I'm not saying to just simply believe everything they say. I don't know the answer myself. This is what we con- are currently exploring on the show amongst many other things. I don't know. I don't, we constantly play. If you check out like my live streams, I'll read a comment. Great point. But then someone else will say something totally the opposite. I can't, or I can't deny it. They're both great points. Yeah. You know? So I respect that. I mean, I really respect that. That's why I wish more people would uh, actually I appreciate that brother. It's, it's just, you know, who am I to, who, who, even if, uh, I'm, I'm, I, the one thing I've learned studying this subject, man, truth be told is part of my swearing, but we don't know fuck about shit in this world. (laughs) So I listen to physicists doing debates and still I have tremendous respect for them, but when it gets to a certain point, they, they themselves can't explain what causes, you know, an electron to exist or that, you know, uh, why light exists, you know? So, um, and apparently a lot of these ETs are far more advanced than us, depending on the the species and the faction, some millions of years more than others relative to how we perceive time. But apparently, allegedly they've told our government officials in some cases, we're way smarter than you, but we don't know everything. Yeah. 
And a, a, one could argue, isn't that the point of life? The joys in the journey. Absolutely. You know, it's like funny the, you say that, man, because the, 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 the more I learn, the more I just realize I don't know anything. Right. And <laughs> see, I, I, I take thrill out of that personally, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But there was definitely a time that I thought I, I, I knew, I knew it all, or, or I had a idea of, of things that other people didn't. And right. the, the deeper you go, you realize, shit, man, I don't, I don't know if I, I really don't know anything, but uh, that's what keeps me just questioning and talking to people like yourself and, and trying to figure some stuff out. Um, I, I appreciate that so much, man, truly. And you know? I can't thank you enough. Yeah. For, for inviting me on and all that. It, it, I mean, you I love the question. I talk to you. It's great. I don't, I don't Thanks, man. Store all that information. That's crazy. I, I don't mean, know. I, so I, there. If I'm being honest with you, dude, I, uh, and I'm not trying to say this in a bragging way, but I like, I barely scratched the surface. I can go for hours and, that. <laughs> and kill my, and kill my voice. <laughs> I know that. I know that you can just keep going. And I feel like we always only just scratch the surface. Every time I've, I've spoken to you so far. Um, listen, man, I got to, uh, I'm sorry if I was looking at my phone a couple of times, there was a little bit of a problem downstairs. I got to take care of here. Oh, uh, not a problem. I was going to say I got a jet in five minutes myself anyway. Yeah. So not a problem. So, so Dave, where I'm sure most of my listeners know about you, but where could everyone find you? Everyone can find me at, if you type in Generation Z, Z-E-D, Generation Z podcast, either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. I would dare to say we're probably shadow banned on YouTube, so I kindly ask you, you have to type in the whole thing. Um, Patreon.com slash Generation Z is the uh, the way you could support us. I, I, I'm now, uh, I can confidently say we have thousands uh, of hours of extra, con- of extra content on there, uh, things that we can't... Um, put on YouTube. We uh, work around. A lot of people say, Dave, how do you put exclusive, you know, real gray area content, uh, mucky stuff on Patreon. If you know, Patreon's associated with, you know, YouTube and all those guys. Well, we use Dropbox shareable links. So it's like a private server. There's no, yeah. So there's that, that is, uh, and this is no disrespect to any other show. We are just, I'm of the business model. I don't personally run ads. I just don't want to, uh, on my end, I wouldn't want to put anything. I hate skipping through ads myself. Um, Mm -hmm. so point being Patreon is the, like the backbone of, of what supports us here. So respect, brother, respect. Well, I hope, uh, I hope you get some love from, from the free thinker society because you're a really interesting dude, man. And I, I can't wait every time. So every time I get the chance to talk to you, I get excited. So I'd love to have you on on my end, brother. If that'd be yeah, cool, yeah, I would love to. I would hundred percent. I'll get I'll get Mark to put us in touch, and I would like to say very graciously, thank you so much again, and to your audience as well. It's been an absolute blast, man. I I, I can go with you, brother, for hours, for hours. There's, there's <laughs> some you. people it's like uh, ninety minutes, and I'm done. But you know, for you, I can keep going. Thank you, man. I always appreciate talking to you, brother. Have a great night, all right? Thank you, you too, brother. Take care. Cheers. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Check out the Dojo of Comedy uh, schedules. Uh, we got some amazing shows coming up. You can check it out, tipscomedy.com, or the Dojo of Comedy East is our Instagram. Like I said, guys, uh, Sam Tripoli, we haven't promoted it yet, but it's in July. It's up on the website. Tickets are already going without any promotion. Sam has not mentioned it yet, so you don't want to miss that. And tons of other shows. If you ever come by and you're a listener, just, just ask for me or say hello. I love meeting you guys. I know there's a bunch of... Uh, listeners that come hang out at the dojo just say hi if i'm not too crazy busy and i'll still find time to say hello because i love uh, seeing you guys thanks so much and we'll see you next week